into a bar on a cool winter's evening underneath the stars and we'll find somewhere close we don't want to walk far nor do we want you're in the cool room I am. <laughs> Isn't that we're going to start? Isn't that how we're going to start? I Excellent. That, I was, when I was walking down, I was like, no, that's not a bad yeah. intro. What's new in the cool room today, <laughs> Damien? Uh, I'm Damien Gibson, and uh, just leaning over to get a couple of bottles of shardy for <laughs> table six <laughs> is David Griffith. I, I feel like I am permanently in that state. Of getting bottles of shardy. Shardy for it's table six. very popular. Table six. <laughs> Just go through the shardy like no one's business. Do you remember when we first uh, opened, or when you opened your bar and I worked there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we didn't have Chardonnay initially. We didn't, like, on Did the wine not? list. No. And it was just, that was all, it just felt like that's all we were asked for. And you were just constantly going, oh, look, we just don't have any at the moment. I'm sorry. And I really don't like, remember oh, that. Really? No a, Chardonnay. It was only like the first couple of weeks. It, it's amazing how much I've repressed about those <laughs> early weeks. But I think it was a conscious decision to not have Chardonnay on the wine list initially. It could and well have been. it was just, yep. that's all anyone in yeah. Melbourne ordered. <laughs> exactly right. I'm going to educate the people of Melbourne about all sorts of other wines. Hang on. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. just going to sell them what they want. Well, they're, they're a lot more open about beer than they were about wine. That's, Absolutely. People... It, I, it's weird because you would think, especially in Melbourne, Australia, that people are, you get the occasional, I just want a beer. But people will try a beer. Yep. But with wine, it was like, no, I only drink Chardonnay. Yeah, I only like, drink Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And I have exactly. done for the last nine months. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, I only drank Chardonnay. Um, well, we've alienated a whole lot of people who have wine drinkers out there. So, <laughs> no, we're not saying. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just you know. I'm kind of hinting that there might be. But. <laughs> you've got to. If you're running a bar, it's a trap for young players. If you're running a bar, you've just got to have Sav Blanc and Chardonnay. Yeah, it's just easier. Yeah, sooner or later, you've got to sell something that someone wants to buy. I think is the message. Exactly. So, you, know, you can be very cool, but you won't be around for long. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so this is part two of our demo, I suppose. Sure, all the uh, pilot pilots. pilots. I quite like the idea of um, just constantly having episode one. <laughs> <laughs> pilot episode one point two, one point three. And we've got we've actually got a name for the podcast now. Well, yes. a different name anyway. The cool room. The cool room. Yeah. So initially, if the, the so we've had some problems with uh, we won't bore you with that. We've had some problems with podcast servers and stuff like that. So anyway. If you're listening to this, it means it's all been sorted out. You've probably listened to the first episode, and this is a continuation of the first part of the pilot. That is exactly Housekeeping right. done. <laughs> <laughs> so we were kind of talking about, we've talked about uh, our favourite pubs overseas. We've talked about our first craft beers. I was walking past uh, a pub on the way here. You walked past a pub? I woke that's, up. That's, uh, I woke up in a pub. It's was, was the walking past bit. It's like, I didn't think you'd ever done that. It's I'll just fair, duck I've, in and say day. It seems rude to walk past. <laughs> You guys were open. I was here. There we go. What, what um, pub were you walking past? Or would you uh, rather not name it? I don't know where the story's going. So. No, I just walked past the Brandon and I was thinking about, uh, I'm not sure why with the Brandon because they don't have a, a particularly huge beer garden, but if there is a particular beer garden somewhere that you oh. just love to go to. Gee, that's a good that's a good question, which has caught me completely off guard. Because summer is coming up, so we're just moving into spring, and it, I find it's a question that people will ask each other all the time. But the conversation sort of goes round and round in circles. Oh, we want to go somewhere where there's a great beer garden. Yeah, and I'm, then everyone has their own version of what a great beer garden is. For I'm, some people, it's smoking. Some people, it's non-smoking, kid-friendly. Blah blah blah. I blah, used blah. to really love the beer garden at the Angler's Tavern on the Maribyrnong. 
Oh, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. that was a really nice one because you had the river and everything next to it. Mm. It sort of always had a nice feel to it. Was this before High Point became the biggest shopping centre in the world and now it's just a highway to High Point? It's, it's more, <laughs> that's more or less right. And before they sort of concreted it all up as well. So yeah. it's, it's not quite the envi- inviting space. It's now a very practical space, I think, is probably the, the yeah. thing they've done there. Yeah, I mean, it's still not. I mean, down on the Maribyrnong River. Mm. And, yeah, I can imagine that being... Super nice. What about I you? Feel like, well, I feel like all my answers are the standard in Fitzroy. <laughs> <laughs> but their beer garden is super, super nice. And it seems like they're constantly improving it. It feels like there's plenty of pubs that have a beer garden and they put like six or seven wooden tables out there and a couple of ashtrays. And like, there you go. You to get, get into it, kids. <laughs> Actually, now that I come to think of the question, it's not really a beer garden so much as a dry and dry garden, but out the back of Jimmy Watson's. Which oh, is, yeah. you know, only that sort of little space out there, but always sort of is cool on mm. hot summer days, drinking. That's actually really nice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's in between. What's the other, what's the cool little wine bar, hipster bar? Uh, Wolf's Lair, I think. Mm. That's a good date place if you're it is. looking for a date place. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and if you're looking for a date, Damien will be sitting in there <laughs> waiting to. I just sit there. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights. Yeah. And ask everyone who comes in, want you know, a date? You want a date, love? You want a date, champ? I don't mind anymore. <laughs> Boys, girls, whatever. <laughs> I'm like a blur song. Um, so, uh, which, which one? <laughs> Country chemical, house. Chemical world. <laughs> the magic whip. Um I, what else have we not spoken about? Because we're kind of we're trying to introduce ourselves to, to Well, you I thought guys. maybe we could talk about cool rooms and why we've decided to go with the cool room name. <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but what we were, we were thinking at one stage of doing sort of little stories about different aspects of hospo life and naming mm. each episode out of, after those. And yes. having taken over the beautiful Royal Mail on Spencer down here, my cool room broke down, I think, within 10 days of... It's always the first thing that goes. It's absolutely <laughs> the first thing that goes. I think it took two weeks at the last place mm. and 10 days out here, which was a new personal best record of, <laughs> of how long a cool room took to break down. And so. it, it, well, I'll ask you, because it, but it feels to me like that's the wor- worst possible thing. Absolutely. That, that can yep. stop working. Yep, Absolutely. Particularly here because uh, the kegs are in there. The kegs are in there, but obviously the food is in there as well, so it just means you can't do anything at that Mm. point. Um, (laughs) And I think it's always the bit that, you know, gets the least money spent on it as someone's hoping to get out the door at the other end, you know, as you're closing down, it's just like, well, we can stop spending money on the cool room now. We'll just (laughs) put a big block of ice in there and just hope that no one notices for a while. But why? I mean, like, obviously it's a fridge that's just running all the time, but I mean, fridges are... It's just a big fridge, right? Like, I've never had to get a fridge repaired. They just sit in the corner and cool things. Well, they do, but also your fridge probably isn't outside as this one is. (laughs) Um, But also they're ancient beasts. Bizarrely, the cool rooms that we have here run on the same compressors as we used to have at the Flemkin Bowls Club and make exactly the same god-awful sound like a DC-10, you know, (laughs) (laughs) frankly ploughing into the side of a mountain. It's just like you you go out there and you just go, I'm just going to walk away and pretend I can't hear the noises (laughs) that are coming from (laughs) me. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. But everything seems cold still. <laughs> if I don't open the door, like no one go in the cool room for the next week. It seems to be working. 
<laughs> but how do we get all the bottles of Chardonnay? Yeah, that's at the table six of Chardonnay. Get very antsy over there. Just explain to them. Just explain to them that the courtroom's working, so we're not going in there. Go into the pub across the street, buy three takeaway bottles of Chardonnay, and put them in some ice. <laughs> I can remember at the Bowls Club, this used to be a regular, regular event of the cool rooms breaking down at yeah. one stage in their history. And every second weekend, having to go down to the local service station and buy oh, 10 bags of ice, ice. and chill everything. Yeah. It, it was just such a <laughs> miserable existence. Well, we had this scenario where uh, initially, so when we were working together at Mr. Cribbers, the cool room broke down, so we were buying bags and bags of ice all the time. It just felt like it was constantly, I mean... That was the ice machine that broke down as well. I mean, yeah, we but then yeah. later on, the ice machine broke down and it was broken for just so long. Yep. <laughs> it just felt like you were con- every 15 minutes, uh, I'm going to go buy more ice, guys. <laughs> my, my abiding memory of that was that I had to scan every receipt that we got from the supermarket and enter it into our accountancy program. Oh, God. And it was just like, you know, and after, you know, at the end of the week, it'd be like, oh, well, better put three hours aside to start scanning the ice receipts. And I'm not making it up. It was just... Oh. David, it's your accountant, accountant, Mick, accountant. Uh, do you realise you're spending $1,200 a week on ice? <laughs> you realise you can make ice, David, for free? <laughs> but from memory, we weren't making sort of quite enough money that we could actually afford to buy an ice machine. So it was this, it was this, this you, know, you know. Yeah. If, if, we'd have, if we'd have had enough, you know, if we'd have been earning enough, it was like, well, we'll just go and buy a new ice machine. But yeah, but it's kind of our my personal finances work all the time. I'm constantly buying things that aren't the best things so they don't last. This is exact- but I need to have those things like headphones or shoes or whatever it is. Yeah. Should I get the really good shoes? No, I'll get the okay shoes. But they'll only last for six months rather than buying the good shoes that'll last for four years. Yeah, no, I totally understand. So I've got a little bit of extra money. For beer. <laughs> I can remember going to one of those Hospo trade shows. The only one I've ever been to, actually. Yeah. But with the intention of buying an ice machine. Sexpo isn't a hospitality <laughs> trade show, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> there were some hospitable people there. What do you mean? They're very but I can remember. I can remember going around and going to all of these ice machine you know, manufacturers and sellers and being so utterly confused by the end of the day that I had less of an idea about what I wanted to buy. How is that for what possible? That's exactly right. For something that you would think is so simple. Yeah. And it was just like, it just, well, this one rings a special little bell every time that the ice is made. Or this one, <laughs> this one makes ice in the shape of garden gnomes. Or <laughs> Why didn't you get that one? Well, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Because oh, you hate garden gnomes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Because exactly. then you have to paint all of these ice garden gnomes and then they melt. And <laughs> You've got to put a little footy jumper on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've decided to call the, the podcast The Cool Room. We have. Based on that collection of sort of random stories and I'm sure other stories that'll, that'll come along. And so we would love to hear your Cool Room stories if you have good yeah. Cool Room stories. So we've sort of decided that we will try and get guests on from here on in, if we can. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so people, you know, who run pubs or work in pubs or drink in pubs or any of those things, things. make beer, make wine, drink shardy. Even sh- <laughs> we're going to have shardy drinkers on the podcast. It feels like we're already banned them. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I should drink shardy next time. Just to- <laughs> um, But yeah, so we're, we're on all the socials at either Cool Room or The Cool Room, I think. we'll Or Cool Room Podcast. Cool Room Podcast. We <laughs> should check this out. Garden Gnomes are us. Like, look, no one else has called 
anything of theirs, cool room or the cool room. Which so surprises if you, me. If you Google it, it will be the only thing that comes up. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to we're going on a, a Westside drinking a beer drinking tour in a, a few weeks. So we'll, uh, I suppose interview some people on that. Is it going to be wise? Sure. Well, could, you're, I'll see. You're the one who can figure out whether technologically <laughs> that's possible, or whether we just get people to scribble down notes on napkins and we read them out. In the, you know, oh, the, that could be fun. <laughs> To see just the, the absolute rubbish that's been written down on these napkins by the end, of the- by the fourth brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Damo and Dave and your shitty podcast. Oh, okay. Thanks, guys. We'll be reading that a lot, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're hoping to get people on um, and also sort of uh, over time talk uh, a little bit about you setting up your pub and just having a look into that because I, I, don't, I find that... I find that fascinating. I genuinely find it fascinating. It's like, and, uh, what's gone wrong this way? <laughs> That's exactly right. So I, I have no doubt that we'll manage to get a weekly or bi-weekly, fortnightly, I should say, you know, episode out of what's broken at Dave's pub this week. So, yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, what's grinding your gears about the hospitality industry. Or can, can I do a what grinds my gears? Yes, for sure. I've got a what grinds my oh, gears. excellent. <laughs> Yesterday I was drinking at the Duke of Wellington, mm-hmm. which is down on Flinders Street in the city. Yeah. Did you have an ale with the whale? I did not have an ale with the whale, well, the but whale this is exactly this is exactly yeah. the point. So oh, back okay. in the day, there was a footy player for those who've come in late called the Whale, Whale mm. Roberts, who was a big man, and that used to be the sort of thing that you would yeah. have an ale with the whale. And I went down there yesterday, looked at their menu where they've got the Warnie Burger and the Ooh. hipster hot dog for twenty dollars and all the hot dog, absolutely all of these various <laughs> things named after various people. Yeah, not one thing named after the whale. Oh. So like they've referenced all sorts of people in their menu, yeah. not the whale. That's pretty poor form. It's very poor form. Because the whale had that pub for, what, 30 years? As long as I remember. Yeah. So that, that so I've actually, I had a good time at the Duke, yeah. but having said that, no reference to the whale. No, they used to have a big sort of honour board of every Melbourne Cup winner. Yeah, that's, that's gone, gone in well. the renovations. Oh, and really? Kevin Sheedy wasn't punting on the trots in the corner, which oh, was really? my abiding memory of that place. You could go down there at no, no, Kevin Sheedy and Mike Sheen just drinking red wine in absolutely, the corner. It's absolutely, they weren't there. And that's, oh, you know, what that's, you know, you could always go up to Kev and say, mate, you know, what's your tip on the dogs at Napto? And he'd give you a bit oh, of a hundred percent, yeah. And um, he wasn't there. No, admittedly, <laughs> this was you know preliminary final time. Yeah, we were halfway through the second quarter of the preliminary final. He would have he would have struggled to find a space, but. True, true. But, I mean, it's Sheets. It's Surely absolutely everyone right. everyone would just give up their seat to Sheets. I mean, one, because he's a pensioner now, but two, <laughs> it's Sheets. It's absolutely right. So I would have. That's what grinds my gears this fair week. Fair enough. I think that's fair enough. They, they need to address that. They need a whale burger. <laughs> they need a whale burger. With an actual but, whale steak. Well, they actually, what they actually have on the Gets menu. Gets you publicity. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they have a half-suckling pig on the menu for 400 <laughs> <laughs> so surely that's just you just slap a couple of buns around that and call that the whale burger. <laughs> I can imagine the whale the would have been problem, quite happy with that. The only problem with the suckling pig is as soon as it comes out, Lisa Simpson comes along and pushes it down a hill because <laughs> <laughs> she's just discovered she's vegetarian. It's a it's, it's an a old <laughs> very very old Simpsons episode. Having said so, I tw- I've Instagrammed about this and I think I've discovered my new favourite restaurant name out of this because somebody there's a, a steakhouse out and i think paran yeah. um, which i'm going to go and visit on the basis of their name alone yeah it's called angus and bon <laughs> I've, right, okay an acdc reference <laughs> yeah, for those yeah, like yeah, damien yeah. who struggled to <laughs> no it took me a second to win. angus ah right I, but i think that is <laughs> such a good name for a restaurant like 
Like, <laughs> so I'm going to Angus and Bond sure. because of their name. Uh, do the steaks come out in like a little schoolboy cap? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd like my soup served in a cap today, please. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So if anything like that we want to hear about. Absolutely. We, I mean, we just sort of look at this stuff anyway for our own amusement. But if you want, if you want to get involved, Google the call room. Let us know good places, bad places, funny names, terrible names, anything like that. Your favourite kind of shardy. <laughs> we'll get inundated with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Just, just a nice shardy. Just a cool, a reasonably shardy. priced one. <laughs> <laughs> what's your cheapest shardy? I, actually, I didn't mind that when someone came up to the bar and was, like, "What's your cheapest?" Blah blah. Yep. No, I was like, "They're a serious drinker." Yep. They're going to settle in for the night. <laughs> They've worked out their budget: eight dollars, five by eight. I can do that. That's exactly right. I admire that too. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of serving drinkers, you got to do that. Now, absolutely, so we should end the podcast. But from now on, we will have other people on the podcast who will talk about beers and making beers and all that. It sort might of be thing. you, dear listener. It Contact could be. us. Yeah, let us know, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Back in here in the cool room. <laughs> <laughs>